Hey there, gorgeous. Hey, welcome Keith. to Queen. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to Queen's Talk. I am that powerful, trusting, and authentic leader, Keisha M. Colston, stopping at absolutely nothing less than getting you to total victory. You see, I believe that something powerful happens when we as women get to share our story, especially knowing that our bodies have the ability to carry stories of pain, of trauma, of joy, of happiness, of ecstasy, of grief, and even numbness. Yet it's something about us sharing our story that we get to exchange our mask for our crown. It's where we get to own our truth organically, build a sense of community that says, sis, I got you, and rise into our power together. And so Queen's Talk is designed to do just that, to let you know that you are not alone, that you have sisters of all walks of life here to encourage, inspire, and, and challenge you. And challenge you one story at a time. And so I just want to take this opportunity to, to say thank you for joining us. I have my sister trailblazer queen in the house this morning, Miss Ebony Townsend. Wisdom is her name. Wisdom speaks herself. Hey, girl. Hey, Keish. You know, I'm excited about you always, always, oh. always. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't you introduce yourself for those who do not know you? Okay. Well, my name is Ebony Townsend. Um, I am the founder of Wisdom Is Her Name Ministries. Uh, Wisdom Is Her Name um, is started but through brokenness and just me not knowing who I was and um, struggling in my identity and not knowing my worth. Mm -hmm. um, so what I do now is I just take every chance I get to encourage women to know who they are in Christ um, through submitting their bodies to him and also, you know, helping women to get busy in who, what God called them to do and also by knowing who they are in the Lord. Um, mm -hmm. I also have a business called Wise Creations, which is under wisdom is her name as well. Um, and I, it is where I create mugs to encourage the everyday women, to inspire, to encourage, to give you subtle reminders of who you are in Christ by, you know, reminding you of your worth, of who mm -hmm. God says you are and how beautiful you are. Um, I also just, you know, do different, um, different events for women where we just come together and we just, just bask in the glory of womanhood and sisterhood and just to break the narrative that women um, cannot come together. Yes. To break that narrative that we are coming together, that we are hyped about each other and what each mm -hmm. other is doing. And I love to create a space where women can come and they can be broken and come up, mm. come to a place where other women that has been there can encourage them. So that's who I am. You can find me um, on Wisdom is Her Name uh, at on Facebook, Wisdom is Her Name on Facebook and also on Instagram. I love it. And mm -hmm. um, I've enjoyed your events myself and the way the space that you hold for women and your transparency 
and just the the power you know i call you a powerhouse i'm like mm-hmm. you my trailblazing <laughs> and i love it i've also seen within the last couple of months how god has taken you from where you were and like blowing you up um what was your defining moment if you had to pinpoint it what would you say it would be Oh my goodness, my defining moment. I had so many, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my, I, I would like to say my coming to self moment mm-hmm. um, was all uh, in 2014. I would say, like, between September, October of 2014 is when God literally just like exposed me to the sin that I was in. And like literally, like ripped the blindfold off of me. And uh, after having you know a night of uh, fornication, <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he had uh, you know woke up the next morning and you know skipped church at church and everything, you know, because I was so focused on the sin that I was in. And mm-hmm. when I woke up the next morning after that encounter um, with that individual, I just did not view my outlook was just so much different so it was in that moment where um I was laying in the middle of my floor and I felt like I was laying in the middle of my set and it was just exposed to me and that was the moment I just cried out to God and I said Lord like I don't want this I don't want this like this is not what I ever seen for myself and this is not what I want and I just don't know why I keep subjecting myself to this type of you know, unworthiness. Um, so, you know, God took in that moment, he comforted me. He, um, you know, whispered in my ear that you are worthy. And that wasn't the life that he called me to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so that's where I, that's when he introduced me to me. Because yes. I didn't know who I was. I literally did not know who, who I am now is nowhere who I thought I was in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like life started going on and, you know, God just started to, uh, you know, heal me in that, in that moment. And I began to submit myself to Christ. I've been, you know, began to learn about how important my body is and how worthy I am. And pretty much all of the brokenness that I have endured and inflicted on myself was a result of, cause I did not realize my value. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so pretty much uh, just, you know, dedicated myself to, you know, healing in that area and because I wanted different. So yes. then God started, you know, to t- tell me to record my journey and, and my healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was I wasn't for it at first. I was just like, no, that's just too much. Because what I was, this what I'm becoming is contradicting what I was. And I didn't want, you know, people to be like, oh, that's that, you know. Mm-hmm. that's her who she thinks she is oh she coming holy but you know God yeah. was you know really plugging on my heart for me to record it and that's what made me start my YouTube channel so I have plenty of um, moments within this journey so far where I have had like those aha moments um, but I would say when a lot of this stuff that I was put God was doing um, in those years was preparing me for this season um, and now Absolutely. Yeah. So um, when I turned 30 this year, something just changed. It's just something Mm -hmm. just literally changed. It was just like something, you know, just everything that I've learned and everything that God has taught me, I healed from, I 
you know, read up on, you know, I purged out of me, everything in that moment, everything came to that moment when I turned 30 and it just clicked. And I just began to do my women's groups again. I did Dear Little Girl. And that's what really just uh, changed the whole trajectory of of my life, honestly. And it's not the first time me doing an event, an event, but it was like coming to myself. It was like that was the moment where I was like, this is, this is it. Because I was gone for a minute. And you know, I was gone for a minute. I was gone mm. for a while. So like two years just, you know, in a in a head space where I felt um I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I backtracked. I went and yeah. had another child and I was mm-hmm. like, how am I teaching, you know, women about purity and holiness and saving themselves when I'm popping out another child? So mm-hmm. for like two years, um, maybe like a year and a half, I literally went into hiding. <laughs> and 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 I love the fact uh, that you are breaking this down because sometimes I think we have this image or this this thing in our mind that once we say yes, it's a done deal. Mm. And, you know, overnight, we're just supposed to be these perfect beings. Mm. But life happens and sometimes we fall. And so I'm grateful that you're sharing that even in the fall, you can get back up. Mm-hmm. Yes. That your purpose is not lost mm-hmm. because something happened. So what would you say to a woman who's listening right now, who's stuck in that place of beating herself up, feeling like she's not worthy, like she's disappointed God, and how can I even go forth with this thing when I'm stuck? What would you say to her? I would tell her to forgive herself because God mm-hmm. already did, already did, already does, and did it before she even did whatever she felt unworthy of. Mm-hmm. You know, so just forgive yourself because I struggled with that. I, everybody else will forgive me. God will forgive me, but I would not forgive myself. And mm-hmm. I, and with not forgiving myself kept me from moving forward because I didn't feel like anything that God was telling me to do, I was worthy of. So I just learned to um, forgive myself. I learned that this journey is about the, the peaks and valleys. And yes. the volleys be low at times. And sometimes you, you, you might miss a step. You might, you know, trip a little. And you even might fall flat on your face at times. But yeah. God is still right there to lend you a hand to pick you back up. So I would definitely, you know, just tell her to lend her self-forgiveness and grace and mercy as God, did, as God does. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that. I love that. And, and it is important. And like you said, sometimes that uh, self-forgiveness mm-hmm. is a hard thing because we have so much judgment attached to mm-hmm. it. But just to remember that this is why God sent Christ mm. because he knew that we would m- miss the mark. And so his blood not only covers us, but redeems mm-hmm. us. And so we can get back up again. Right. So thank you. Thank you for mm-hmm. that. Um, there was something else I wanted to Tell me about because on your on your Facebook um, in the introduction of yourself, it says where we help women maximize their single season in life. Mm-hmm. Tell me about because I know I know that you are drawn to single mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> to helping women in their single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that. Oh yes, I love talking about singleness. I love. 
I love it. I love it because you know what? Because we don't realize that it's a correct way to do it. And it's a correct way to use this season um, and singleness correctly. Because being in my own experiences and then looking at the uh, level of unworthiness in women, um, when it comes to relationships, it breaks my heart. Because mm-hmm. we literally feel as though we are we are not worthy unless we're attached to someone. And yeah. when you have to become attached to someone to feel validated or worthy, then you are subjecting yourself to that person's mindset, that person's behavior, because without that person, you believe that you're not good enough and that you're not, you know, you're like it's nothing else for me to do but just wait here for a man or subject myself to multiple relationships until, you know, I'm married. But it's so much <laughs> stuff that, and, and in the process of that, you become so broken, so worn out, so um, broken down to the point that um, you don't even recognize yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's why I have dedicated, you know, I am single myself and, um, I have dedicated my myself to to helping women maximizing the season. So giving them the tools that they need to be able to process healing. What is it that I have to heal in this time before I get married? Yeah. You know, what can I do in this time? What is God telling me to do in this time um, before I get married? Because this God has something within us and God is not going to give us anyone for us to put them over over God so mm-hmm. we have to learn how to tackle those 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 strongholds and those triggers and um you know those things that uh we have inside of us we got to learn how to tr- uh, uh, get those things out now fix them heal them there's so much things you can do in this season of singleness besides just wait for a man or subject yourself to every other man that calls you beautiful because you just want to fill that void instead of dealing with the yeah. void. <laughs> yes, yes. And you hitting on some powerful um, things. I remember your your uh, event, um, Happily Ever mm-hmm. Before. And just talking about some of the things that we can discover before the man comes. Uh, knowing your, your, your values. What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're bringing to the table? And so in this season for you, what's been your biggest aha moment as you reflect on Ev? Oh, man. My biggest aha moment is that I can honestly say I know my value. And that is like, that is like I hold dear to that and I hold that like as a badge of honor, you know, because I hold held brokenness for years as a badge and a badge, badge of honor. I thought staying in a relationship mm. was, oh, I'm the loyal woman, you know, or, you know, um, being the, you know, the girl that was like, all right, I can do this and, you know, it hit it and quit it type thing. I, I, I used to hold those negative, broke that brokenness as a badge of honor. So now that I am whole, I am um, on this journey to um, healing and and pure and holiness. Now I know the value of my body. I know the value yeah. of it. So where I was in 2014, on the floor, you know, broken. I had so many soul ties in, 
you know, attached to me. Now I can say, though I am still in the healing process, can't say I'm fully mm-hmm. healed. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I, yeah, I right now know my value. So you can't come to me yeah. with anything or just uh, being called beautiful is just not enough because I know that I am my father's right. child. So I know that even though I do have some flaws, I am, I am worthy of what God has for me. So now I don't have mm-hmm. to walk around as though, you know, I'm flawed. So, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. No, but still I am my father's child and my father looks at, looks to me as worthy. So that's how I look at myself. So in this whole journey of, you know, healing, singleness, worthiness, I, I now can say when I look in the mirror, I'd be like, Oh, you, you the bomb sis. Like you, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like you worthy. Mm -hmm. And that is everything to me. Yeah. Has there been any triggers that uh, may have surprised you along this way? Anything that came up as a trigger that you were like, wow, I didn't even know that was that I'm angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I had a lot of anger in me. Um, and I, you know, it's hard for me to be open, you know, and mm-hmm. those are things that God is still working on me now. He has revealed to me because I do desire marriage. And I know within a marriage, yeah. those are things that can destroy a marriage. And I'm all yes. like, if I don't get this under control now, because it has, even if I was in relationships that was not of God, they, those, attributes still destroyed the relationship because I was angry you said something wrong to me I'm gonna pop off at you or I'm gonna isolate myself I'm gonna disconnect myself from you within that relationship and I was like you know God revealed that to me because one thing uh about me I should say is that I don't I don't um waddle over over a relationship I take all the blame and try to figure out what I did wrong you know, which is mm-hmm. not a bad thing, but what it was happening was I was taking on things that I didn't even necessarily, yeah. you know, you know, do. But um, definitely, mm-hmm. I would say anger for sure. Realized that I was angry, mm-hmm. and um, you know that I I, not, I wasn't very open um, with you know with anyone, honestly. And these and the and the reason why I ask this is because it's important. And even in relationships, it doesn't necessarily have to be like male, female, even mm-hmm. in friendships. Um, certain things, just just the whole mirrored reflection of relationships, certain things will come up and trigger us. And if we're not paying attention mm-hmm. to it, it can magnify because you know, you may feel like it's somebody mm-hmm. else doing it. Or this always happens. So to be able to be in a season where you're evaluating yourself and in in those triggers and just becoming comfortable with the fact that Mm -hmm, this is here. mm -hmm. Now, how do Mm -hmm. I heal it? That's good. And I think it was you that actually was the one who um, told me, you said, you know, you asked me a question. You said, why do you feel that way? And I could not (laughs) answer that question. I had to literally sit for months and say, I don't know why I feel like I felt that way and you was like sit in that because it's something there and you know I sat in that for months and I'm just like you know Lord okay I didn't honestly Keisha, I still don't know because sometimes things are so buried so deep that you can't yes. honestly you you put it out your head the effect is there but the memory is gone because there's so many other things that you place over top of it 
that you still have to heal Absolutely. from. So what I did was I just said, Lord, heal that part, even if I don't understand where it came from. So now yes. what I'm learning is literally I could be, even if it's a bit of jealousy that pops up mm-hmm. and I'm just like, who is that? Because I know that's not of God. Yeah. When you know the, the, the heart and, and the standard of the Lord, then you know anything like that. Um, when it when something rises up in you that is that of jealousy or of bitterness of, of of anger, you know that's not of God. So you have to check it. I've learned to check it right there and sit in it and be like, okay, what is that? What was that? Why did that come up? That? And then I allow yeah. myself to feel it and and to heal from it and allow myself to go back to that moment if I could remember and say, wow, I never even realized that person made me feel that way in that moment now i don't go to the person and be like oh you you know x y and z what i say is lord heal that heal it yes. you know because some, sometimes something could be so buried that it become it becomes a it becomes like a, a wound you know and i'm yeah. not going to go and you know uh back in and and rip the scab off just so i can bleed just so i can tell the person that you hurt me so did you see what you did? Mm-hmm. No, I'ma just say, all right, Lord, I'ma peel the scab off because it gotta get healed, but we're just gonna heal this together. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I go back to to what you said in the beginning as far as there's been multiple defining moments are coming to yourself. And I think again, because you know, for me, that's important. Every opportunity, every obstacle is really about who we get to become. Uh-huh. Who we were got us to this season. But when an opportunity comes or, you know, you can call it a challenge or opposition, whatever you want to call it, when it comes, I just really believe that's God pulling on that key on the inside of you saying, hey, I've given you a key to unlock Mm -hmm. this. But it requires you Mm -hmm. sitting in it and fully, um, I want to say digesting Mm -hmm. the moment. A lot of times we like to avoid. I was I, I was mm-hmm. an avoider. You see me mm-hmm. stuttering, right? Because there's still <laughs> some things that I avoid. <laughs> it's all right, Keith. You're going to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm better. Right. And what I found is when I stopped avoiding and sat in it, like you said, there was some stories that I made up about an experience Mm. that became a belief Mm. system. It may not have Mm -hmm. been a fact, but it was a belief, a disempowering Mm -hmm. belief that was no longer serving me and showing up in different ways. And so now I get to reevaluate that. And I think it's important for us as women, like I'm always talking about how we, when you want to take off the mask, but then there's nobody there who's being mm. transparent enough to show you the right. in-between. You know, we, we see mm-hmm. the finished product, but who goes back and talk about the right. in-between right. times? So I appreciate um, your vulnerability and I appreciate your openness because I know that's not always yeah. easy. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. So um, what's the message of hope that you embody? What's the message of hope that I embody? The message of hope that I embody is that you can overcome. Um, and that it's possible to defeat what you think you can't defeat. 
um, mm-hmm. and that what is what is what you desire and the healing that you desire is within you. It is it's within you, yeah. and when you really begin to um, allow yourself to, you know, face the mirror. I would say the biggest battle for us to fight is the battle of self. You know, it's the battle mm-hmm. of self because it's hard for us to see what we don't want to, you know, acknowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say, you know, give yourself grace. Um, I would say, you know, to you have the ability to overcome, that you can overcome whatever it is that you feel as though is defeating you you have the ability to ability to overcome it within christ within christ you have to be in christ because without christ our flesh is no comparison to the power of the enemy and we have to realize that yeah um so i would say that yeah and um do you have a support team oh what you mean so i know that um you know, we, we pray and, and mm-hmm. we give it to God. In those moments, low moments, that you may not have the strength to go there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a support team? People who pour into you? People who encourage mm-hmm. you? Girl, get oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's important? so important. For sure. Especially for someone like me who don't take, I won't say what's wrong. I'm not the type of person that calls and be like, girl, I need, though I should, but I don't. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. um, but you know I'm just so blessed and so grateful to have women like you Tarina um, uh, Kim my mom so many other women um, to be able to be so in tune with Christ that they can hear my cry through Christ even with me not talking you know so it's all they're always there to be like eh, what's going on you know they call and they text in you know, they're reaching out. They're reminding me of who I am, even in the moments where I'm like, I this is this can't, you know, does this walk in Christ is it's a tough walk. And, you know, it's it's a lot of dying to self. And it's hard to die to yourself when you want the the, the fruits of the flesh, um, you know, so yes. it's just, you know, though it's just important to be around women that are wise, that are in tune with Christ for you when you are not able to talk and you can't even articulate what it is mm-hmm. that you are going through. Yes. And the reason why I bring that up Ed, is because I know that not just me, but I've come into contact with mm-hmm. lots of women who feel like, mm, no, I'm not really trying to connect. But sometimes when, when you can't see who you are, or when you don't have the faith, I, I heard, I think it was Lisa Nichols, or it could have been, um, what's her name? Allison, can't think of her last name right now. But pretty much what she said is, hold on to my faith in you until you can get it for yourself. And so I want women to know that it's okay to open up and to trust, mm. to trust again. We're not saying, you know, just, Right. Do it blindly. Mm-hmm. You want to use right. wisdom. <laughs> right. But get to the point where even if it's just that mm-hmm. one person, because we all need a cheerleader, especially mm-hmm. the supporters, 
especially okay. the encouragers. We need it as well. And it's okay not to be right. okay all the time. Right. And that's so true because I know it's times where um it's times where I I honestly I might be healing from something and it's not like a big healing, but it's just those moments of where you might be overwhelmed. You know, you might be like, Lord, yeah. I just, I just can't right now. And somebody will interpret it as, Oh, you're depressed. I'm like, no, I'm refreshing, <laughs> you know, because right now I'm yeah. burnt out. I'm tired. And when I'm all of those things, the enemy will play with your head and bring up and conjure up things that is not necessarily that important, but he will magnify it in that moment. So if I have to retract myself yeah. and say, okay, I'm going to take a, a few days and be like, you know, I'm going to just sleep. I'm going to be in the bed. It might look like depression, but it's not necessarily that. And, you know, you, you want to, that's why it's, it's so important to have women that, you know, um, can, can, you know, lift up your arms in a time where you know you're weak they can hold up your staff and yes. hold it up until you have the strength to hold it up yourself and it's not necessarily that 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 you forgot about yourself it's just that you are just like i need a refresher and that's okay we are told we are told and told absolutely um especially in the black community that you can't have a break <laughs> you know you can't have a right. break you can't right. you can't um you can't get rest you can't refresh and that's why mm-hmm. we're so burnt out and we're lost in our identity because we can't, we're not allowed to just sit and, and just be like, I'm not going to do anything but sit and, and worry about me. Exactly. And that stuff mm-hmm. causes mm-hmm. stress on our body, which makes us more susceptible right. to sickness right. and disease. Mm-hmm. It goes hand in hand, but those aren't things right. we like to talk about. So yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So are there any final thoughts that you would have for those that are listening? Yes. If you're listening, I want to encourage you to, especially um, now with, you know, the pandemic that's happening um, and everything that is happening with in this world, you are needed. You are necessary. That is like, if this not if this mm-hmm. pandemic and all that's happening have not shown us that, then I'm not sure what's going to show us because with with this whole year, people losing their jobs, you know, people um, you know yeah. losing their money and their and their, their you know their income. What God did for me in this year, and He has provided for me so heavily in this year. But what he did Mm -hmm. um, with Wise Creations was he said, what I have in the, what I, the money you're looking for is in you. And it's not the money that I'm looking Mm. for. It's the, I, you can profit off your gift. And it's not a bad thing. I always like, well, I don't want to charge. I ain't trying to, you know, I was that person. I was like, Lord, this is about you. You're going to provide. Yes, he is. But that is also a way that he's provided. And it showed me, Absolutely. and he allowed that to be very successful. Blew my mind, had no clue. I was like, Lord, I, all right, I'm going to just do it because I feel a nag. It's annoying me, and I'm going to just do it. And as soon as I put them out there, the orders started coming in. And that was more so to show me that what I need is inside. 
and that I am necessary. Yes. It's already, already in me. I don't have to go search for a job. I don't have mm-hmm. to go try to search, you know, for anything else because what I need, the the the, the money that I need to pay my bills, the 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 encouragement that I want to give women is inside of me. So I was able yes. to put those two things together and make it a profit while also mm-hmm. doing what I truly love to do. You know. So definitely Absolutely. that you're necessary. What God is telling you to do, do it because it is not about you. Nothing I do is nothing. It's, it's not about me. What I've been through, what I've gone through, what I healed from is because now when I have women that, you know, call me and be like, I am literally just, I don't know what to do. This heartbreak is hurting me. I, I you know, they see your healing. That's why it's so important. Like you said, to show people the in-between. I don't want to just show you when yes. I get to that that peak. I want to show you where the how the valley was, and I'm gonna show you how I climbed up that hill to get to that peak because that's yes. important. That's where the yes. real work was done, you know. So it's um, mm-hmm. that's what I would say. You're necessary, sis. You know, God loves you. You are so worthy. You are beautiful inside and out. And I always say, I just can't wait to see how God is going to put a fire in His daughters and light it up where we are going to be like a strong front like you can't even you can't even like bother us because we're so focused and so um connected to christ that we already know what it is that we have to do yeah yes and speaking of women on fire don't you have an event coming up (laughs) All right, all right, share yeah, with so us, I share have, with um, us. Woman on Fire, um, which, you know, God had placed on my heart um, to do just a few weeks ago, honestly, because I said, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he, you know, was showing me my own walk in 2020 and how, like I said, what we want and what we desire and, you know, what we need is inside of us. And I truly believe that it is so many women sitting on some dynamic things that God wants them to do, but they don't know how to get it. They don't know how to get there. They don't realize what it is. And so many times women be like, well, what is, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know? And I'm like, well, what's your yeah. passion? When you realize what your passion is, mm-hmm. you, you will see where your purpose, your purpose lies inside your passion. So whatever you're passionate about, yes. inside of there is you will you will begin to see the, the core of why you were called on this earth, why God designed you on this earth. And then we have to have the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. We got to be bold enough to do it because a lot of times we we see this, and I know I was famous for it and still struggle with it. That we see this picture and this outcome, and it seems bigger than us, and we become intimidated, yeah. and then we allow ourselves to not do it because we're like that's too big but we got to understand it's already done Mm -hmm. we just got to walk through it. we got to go through it Mm -hmm. and you know just be bold enough to do it so my hashtag for this year is do it afraid if I'm afraid to do it I'm still going to do it because it's what's on the other side of that obedience what's on the other side of it and I know that when I am able to do it and I show people like listen I'm able to do it then it's going to initiate another fire in another woman it's just like the burner effect yeah. when you you uh, light up um, a fire. It, it's a small match. You throw it into the throw it into whatever you threw it into. What happens? It spreads. 
it doesn't stay small even though mm-hmm. it started small came from something small but when you just keep when you when it starts to hit other things it begins to spread and that's why I want to do women on fire yes. because I want us to be able to come together and really encourage even if it's just that one person that's like listen I've been begging God to to tell me who I am what is it that he wants me to do and I truly believe that woman on fire is going to be for that person and that's why I'm doing woman on fire mm-hmm. so woman on fire will be hosted on zoom this Sunday um, January 31st at four o'clock um, you can you know follow me on um, Facebook um, at wisdom is her name um, and then I had the flyer on there and yeah you can just come out and we have fun we cry <laughs> you know yes. I give God the opportunity yes. yes to be able to interrupt anything that I have planned because what his his will is so much mm-hmm. greater than mine so yeah. yes yes and Eb you bring up a great point as far as when we mm. see it and it looks too big uh, mm-hmm. then we know it's a God idea because when it's small and we can do it right. it's not big enough um, the vision is never meant to be mm. uh, isolated, but we need others to to give yes. it feet in order for it to walk. Yes, yes, yes. That's poet snap, poet <laughs> snap right there. <laughs> That's good. Well, love I you love too. you, love you, love you. Thank you for no taking problem. out this time with us. I'm just. No, gonna... I said no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just going to close and say it takes courage to unmask the hidden parts of our soul. But when we share our story, we give the written and the unwritten, the spoken and the unspoken parts of ourselves permission to cause another woman to pause and reflect on her own journey. The fails and the triumphs. And so no more sitting on the side of the line. You are a part of this work, a part of the equation, and we need you to tell your story. Thank you for joining us on Queen Talk. We will talk to you soon. God bless.